I look at verse 127. And uh, truly, I love your commands more than gold, even the finest gold. And I mean, that that's amazing. I, I don't know how many people even, well, no, I, I take that back. I was going to say, I don't know how many people, even the most devout followers of Jesus that would choose God's word versus gold or, or money. Um, I, I, and I take that back because, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people, uh, that would choose God's word over money. Um, but I was thinking of, for example, if, you know, we went to, we had the option of spending one hour with, with God's word versus $10,000, you know, like, you know, like those timeshare, um, presentations, like, Hey, you know, spend, spend, uh, an hour and a half in this presentation and, you know, you get free, whatever. Um, so let's say there's an opportunity like that where it's, Hey, you know, you're in the front of, of uh, Ralph's or Vaughn's and it's like, Hey, we're giving away money. Um, either, you know, but you have to choose either spending an hour with God's word or $10,000, man, that, I don't know, man, the flesh says that's a hard decision. I think the easy $10,000 would be, but anyways, he, he was someone who's so intimate with God's word when presented with a choice between gold or lots of money, he would actually choose to spend time with God's word. Um, but then, you know, as I reflect on that, I can, I can totally see that, that here's a person who's so intimate with God's word that it, it, yeah, it's, it's a no brainer to him. Like, but I think for, for us going through financial crisis, it's like, man, that $10,000 is, is more important or more desirable. So I just thought that was very striking. Um, I would say, and then also, uh, verse 40, 140. <clears throat> that uh, God's promises are thoroughly tested. And when I think of thoroughly tested, I think of through generations, through so many people. Um, and so it's, you know, that statement um, seems very trustworthy. And, you know, it's, it's even, I forget what it is, scientific law, like it has to be proven and tested, you know, multiple times in order for it to be a law or something like that, scientific law. Um, well, God's promises have been thoroughly tested throughout generations, throughout uh, millions of people. And that's why the psalmist says that. That's why I love them so much. But that also, you know, um, makes it, you know, fact, um, just like scientific theory, uh, we consider it to be fact. Um, and God's word is, is, is like that. And, um, and I forget, sorry, I forget what verse it is, but um, I forgot to write it down. But um, there's the Message Bible talks about, um, uh, I want your commands more than anything. Turn my way, look kindly on me. And for some reason, I thought of it as like a pop song, like a love song, you know. Um, it's like, hey, I want, I want you more than anything. Usually it's towards, uh, you know, a lover or something like that, turn my way, look kindly on me. But this is his attitude towards God's word. Like, I want your commands more than anything. Um, and turn my way. Um, and then ends this passage with, uh, help me understand it so I can live it to the fullest. And so the psalmist wants to live scripture out to the fullest. Um, 
you know, not partially, not like, you know, the things that he likes, not the things that he can get away with, not the things that uh, benefit him, but he wants to live his, the law out to the fullest. And, and that's like, man, these are some good stuff. May, may, may we all desire and actually uh, live God's word out to the fullest. Amen. All right. Well, let me, let me just share briefly um, as well. Um, my focus this morning, the section 129 to 136, the, the pay section really stuck out to me um, just because of the tone of it. I felt like it was just so powerful. Um, verse 129, your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. Just thought that um, that connection just is powerful where the psalmist declares God's testimonies are wonderful. And um, because he knows that full well, his soul keeps them. His soul stays close to them because he just knows how wonderful God's word is. And um, he's motivated by that. Um, and then 130, the unfolding of your words give light. It imparts understanding to the simple. Uh, I really appreciate wisdom literature. And to me, the verse 130 just felt like wisdom literature, you know, the unfolding of your words gives light and just love how, you know, when we uh, meditate on God's word uh, gives us light and imparts understanding to us uh, because we are simple. We're very um, in need of wisdom. And so that, that spoke to me and resonated. And then this next chunk, 131 to 136, just uh, powerful. I, you know, he says, I open my mouth and pant because I long for your commandments. You know, I, I, I love the imagery of that. Someone, I imagine, you know, you're hiking the Grand Canyon and you don't have any water and uh, you're longing for water and you're so thirsty. I mean, that just seems like what he's saying is he's thirsty for God's commandments and uh, he longs for it. And, um, and that he has this confidence that God will be gracious to him because that's God's way uh, towards those who love his name. Um, he prays that God will keep his steps steady according to his promise, uh, that, uh, iniquity would not get, get dominion over him. And, um, and then he just continues on, um, verse 136 in particular, I thought was, uh, something that, you know, is, is powerful and something that, you know, I, I don't personally experience, but, um, to experience that would be amazing where he says, my eyes shed Streams of tears because people do not keep your law. You know, um, I think if we were that convicted about God's word being so good and so wonderful and so amazing and so life giving, you know, we, we would be broken over um, others when they don't keep God's law. We would see how damaging it is to their souls and to society, to culture and you know, we would weep. We would have deep conviction over that. And so uh, 136 just is powerful where he, he just talks about how he streams tears uh, because people don't keep God's word. And um, yeah, and I wonder if it's because he knows others are damaging their souls or he just values God's name so much. He honors God so much that uh, when he sees God's law broken, it just crushes him. Um, probably both, but uh yeah, it's just powerful, powerful um, theme there that the psalmist is experiencing. 
So I think throughout Psalm 119, what I'm getting from it is here is somebody that has spent his life wrestling with God's word, meditating on God's word, clinging to God's word. And because of that, he has such rich and deep experiences with the Lord. And it's really shaped his heart, shaped his life. And um, it's just powerful. And so um, I really appreciate you guys and everything that we've been sharing this morning. Uh, let's just spend some time with the Lord uh, this Monday. I encourage you to just pour your heart out to him and just converse with him this morning. Uh, and if you don't know what to say, just begin by telling him that, Lord, I don't know what to say this morning, but I want to spend time with you. I want to get close to you, Jesus. Would you shape me and mold me? And uh, maybe you can make some of these verses your prayers this morning. And then I'll bring us back together towards the end and we'll share some prayer requests.